0: Due to the graphic nature of this program, discretion is advised.
1: Well, hello everybody, and welcome to Crazy for Cats on Radio Free Brooklyn. I'm Carol Katz, spelled with a K and a Z. That's KZ, and I'm crazy for cats. I'll be your host for the hour. You know, talking about cats just puts me in a pretty little kitty K-hole. Yeah, that's me, Carol Katz, with a K and a Z in a pretty little kitty K-hole.
2: All right, folks, it's
1: Francis Hall.
2: Uh, and I, and I'm left of Calvin Williams after listening to that. <laughs> this is
1: Art Starstein Radio, a safe space radio. And uh, I finally, I finally got onto the Tiger King. Oh, you
2: watched, you watched it?
1: Not the what? whole thing. When, I'm on the end of episode five right now.
2: What do you, what do you think so far?
1: Well, it, it is absolutely... You can't take your eyes off these fucking crazy people. Yes. You, you, I had no idea that people that... Well, I should have figured out, you know, if your whole fucking life is raising and breeding fucking huge-ass tigers and shit and displaying them to the public... Maybe you're, that should tell me you're fucking crazy.
2: Yes. <laughs> it takes, it takes a, it takes a special kind of person to be, to have the, fo- to have the fortitude and the audacity to do that.
1: And, and go ahead.
2: Like, and, and just like nerves of steel to just me be, be among animals that are three times your size and can kill you with one swipe and be like, I own you. <laughs> <laughs> did you watch it when everyone else did last year? I, I did actually. Okay, <laughs> I I watched it during the craze because mm-hmm. I cause I kept seeing it all over Facebook and there's like various phrases, uh, especially that bitch Carol Baskin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's ba- that's who Carol Katz is somewhat based on. <laughs> Yo, Carol. Carol got skeletons in her closet too. Whoo boy. Oh yeah. Um
1: now it being a reality show, it all comes
2: down to the editing.
1: And I mean not all of it. These people are fucking nuts like, and the
2: shit you, that's going on is crazy. Like you don't like you 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 don't need special editing to show how crazy these people are. This is this is them on a regular day.
1: I don't I think that they have downplayed how terrible these places are for the animals,
2: oh of course, like they got they have to play up these places for the documentary and like then show them in a in a positive light why ratings
1: yeah, yeah, there's that <laughs>
2: <laughs> nothing more, nothing more than ratings and it's and it's more than it's more, it's it's more that these places are not so much the subject of the documentary it's not the places it's not the cats themselves it's all the people behind it and the the various personalities boy there boy there's some personalities there you got joe exotic you got carol baskin you you got you got the kid that uh joe exotic uh, was involved with have you gotten to that part that he accidentally shot himself. Yes.
1: Spoilers, by the way. <laughs> A little late for that.
2: <laughs> just, just everything surrounding this, uh, these, these exotic tiger uh, sanctuaries. Oh yeah, and then there is the the guy who owns all the sanctuaries in the east. Whoo, that guy is a, a piece of work himself. Good grief. Oh, the, the cult leader. Yes. The sex cult leader. Yes. Man.
1: <laughs> yeah, we were basically living in a horse stall, and everything was covered in roaches, and took out a sandwich that was going to be covered in roaches, and we just kind of dealt with it. Man, I see a fucking water bug. I'm battling the water bugs right now. mm Because if you see one, there's a lot more hiding.
2: Yes. If you see one, it's already too late.
1: It's fucking. (laughs) And Allie, my cat, she doesn't do anything about them. It's like, come on. You'll go after a fucking mouse. She's a great mouser. Awesome with mice. Just looks at the water bugs. And when I step on them, she runs away. He's like, "What are you really? doing, Dad? <laughs> Why'd you kill that bug?"
2: Plot twist: She has her. She's got a contract with the. Uh, she's uh, she's got a pact with the uh, all the water bugs, so she leaves them alone.
1: Well, she oh. loses out in the deal because now I'm not leaving dry food out. That's true. Overnight, because that's just fucking feeding them. Right. I wish you could put that together she's a smart cat she should put that together (laughs) tiger king yeah i'm at the end of the the fifth episode cross that off anything you wanted to add to that
2: (laughs) i actually need to i actually need to uh return to that because i i watched up to the second to last episode i don't know why i'm i i think i like my attention got diverted to something else um by the time I got to the the last uh, approach, the last episode, so I need to to watch the thrilling conclusion.
1: <laughs> the other crappy reality thing that I got into on Netflix was The Circle.
2: Uh, what's The Circle all about? The
1: Circle is it's it's a a competitive show. Mm-hmm. Everybody, the the prize is a hundred thousand dollars, and everybody is in a different apartment, nice little apartments. Okay. So you're separated and you communicate through this app that shows up on a television screen yeah. called the Circle and you can be yourself or you can present yourself as someone else if you think that you as yourself would have if you think someone that you're portraying would yep. have a better chance of winning than you. Yep. You know like a guy can present there there's a a, a 58-year-old guy that presented as someone in his uh, 20s. Okay. There's a woman that played as a man. There are men that play as women. um, And it's very interesting to me. I mean, it's crap. It's crap television. (laughs) It is totally crap television. But I found it fascinating just how much it underscores how little you really know about people that you don't really know on the internet.
2: I like how you put that. Mm-hmm. And it makes perfect sense too. You ever been catfished? Um, once a long time ago in a game, but, uh, in, let me hear about it. A, then I'll tell you about mine. online. It was an online, uh, it was an online game. Um, there, um, there was somebody I had, uh, I had made friends with, uh, in this game. It was a, huge multiplayer game we start we started talking we became friends she present her uh, she she said that she had we were both the same age turns out she was actually a lot younger okay <laughs> but like there's uh, there is nothing like we never we never actually interacted outside the game we just hung we just hung out i would ask her like she was saying she was on her way to college so i would ask her about um uh what college do you go to? What are you going to study? And she would kind of like skirt the topic. (laughs) And so, and so like when the question, like when the question started to be, uh, to like become too much for her, that's when she started, uh, she like admitted that she was still in high school. (laughs) Like,
1: wow. How long were you uh, chatting with this person?
2: um, A few months. A few months.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mine was someone that I met on, MySpace, that'll give you an idea of okay. how long ago that was. God, how, how do, I, I, I still wonder how, how Facebook crashed MySpace. Because MySpace, I thought, had a better layout. You had more control over, over what you were presenting and how.
2: Yeah, you had more control, but Facebook had the, had the advantage of getting to the college kids first. Okay. Cause F- Facebook started as a, a basically, essentially a social media network specifically for college students. So when it first started, you had to be part of a college to be able to sign up.
1: And specific colleges. It was, it was very exclusive and then it became less and less and less. And right. obviously now anyone can, can join. So. Um, but yeah, the exclusivity part is portion of it is part of how Group. I gotta get on there.
2: Yeah. So like, I remember, I remember the uh, the week that my college was uh, was allowed to join Facebook, and like, I I just kind like I was like, eh, I'll join. Signed up, left it alone. Had a friend maybe about a week or two later say, hey, did you join Facebook yet? Uh, yeah, I I did. Did you set up your profile? Uh, no. What are you waiting for? You're on Facebook now. Set up your profile. (laughs) Like it was just, it's just something extremely rabid about Facebook. And I, I I can never understand what it was.
1: I I remember really, really liking the MySpace thing. I remember sharing a lot of poetry on it. Yeah. I remember that uh, there are people that I met on MySpace that became real life friends to this day yeah uh, amanda whip oh yeah i met her on myspace oh right on we wound up working together on all kinds of shows i adore the fuck out of her um and uh, uh abby Hertz. Uh, you know her
2: um you've told me about her
1: okay yeah yeah i met her th- on myspace and then this woman everything seems so legit everything she had she was younger than me mm-hmm. uh and on her page she had her top eight that were all friends that were all her age, yeah, and you know the the right number of friends for not a lot of red flags to go off mm-hmm. and interactions that seemed appropriate for her age um and uh And we communicated a lot, a lot, a lot. But there was always an excuse, like, why we couldn't talk on the phone, why we couldn't have a video chat, why we couldn't ever meet in person. There's always something. And, um, uh, yeah, she's, like, 30 years older than me. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) And she had set up this page to be able to to be a part of her daughter's online life.
2: Ooh, interesting. Mm-hmm.
1: Ah. Her daughter knew about it, and those top eight, they all knew about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and she was like, you know, I'm really sorry. Just like, you're this guy from New York, and you're running this open mic, and everything seems so cool about you, and I just really <laughs> wanted you to, you know, I really got a lot of, I I just got a lot of, a lot out of getting attention from you and blah blah blah. Mm. Pissed me off.
2: <laughs> <laughs> now that's understandable. Oh, actually, I have another catfish story. this This one didn't really go anywhere, but um, uh, I was on. Uh, I got uh, I got messages from somebody on OKCupid. Okay. <clears throat> See, but it seemed legit. Seemed nice enough. Had a couple of pictures on her profile. We we uh, we talked for a little bit. Started having like started having some really nice conversations. And then, and then it came uh, it came time. So, uh, you want to meet up sometime? Then she she wanted to, but like came up with some like elaborate place that she wanted wanted us to meet up at. Uh, I think it was like some like exercise like like exercise studio in Dumbo and. We were gonna we were gonna do this like exercise class together, and then then the uh, red that's when I started noticing the like couple of red flags like something didn't seem quite right. So I I did I did what every normal person would do check to see if this person's on Facebook. She was on Facebook. We actually had a friend in common, which made me thought which made me think okay maybe she is legit maybe. Then she, and then. The day before we are supposed to meet, she says, "Oh, I'm sorry, I'm not going to be able to uh, to meet up. Uh, let's let's take a rain check." I was like, "Okay, cool. Um, can we meet up? Uh, can we meet up maybe next week or a week after?" Never heard from her again.
1: <laughs> I just don't understand why people waste other people's times time with it. Now I- on on the circle, you're you're.
2: There's doing a it for hundred thousand dollars. there's a
1: hundred thousand fucking reasons yes, <laughs> to be someone exactly. else, and it's really fascinating to see how fascinating. Again, to me, it's crap show. I'm not really recommending <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, just, just how the 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 fifty eight year old guy. Mm-hmm. I identified with him. He's a writer. He's uh, he's uh, he's gay. Um, he's, you know, close to my age and, and so, uh, you know, I was, I was rooting for him even yeah. though he was, even though he was catfishing. He <laughs> was like, as a writer, I really feel like I can, uh, I can create, I know that I can create characters. So yeah. I'm coming in here and I'm creating a character. Gotcha. And uh, I'm not going to say how far he got in the game. Okay. But it sounds sounds pretty
2: interesting, though. Mm-hmm.
1: These yeah, that, that's why I'm not going to give too much away. Gotcha. Because I, I think other people will, who haven't heard of it will find it interesting.
2: Yeah. Like I would definitely, I'm definitely interested in checking this out. Um, I think I I think I'd heard about it in passing, but like I didn't know anybody that that um, actually watched it. So I might watch it. There's there's actually another there's actually another. Um, I think it was on, it's either Netflix or who, it was probably Netflix. It was a, a, (laughs) it was a dating show, but everybody, like all the contestants are, are dressed as.
1: Oh yeah. Freaky animals things. Yes. Like, (laughs) like,
2: like animals or monsters or, or whatever, whatever, whatever they, they get made up in.
1: Yeah. And, and, and the, the concept behind that is, you know, if, if, and some of the people are probably really gorgeous and some of the people not so much. Yeah. Okay. And the concept behind that is like, will you really, once you see the person, if you fall for someone because of their personality and then you see them for who they are, if they're not hot, will you still be with them? That's the whole premise, right? Right.
2: Yeah. I'm not, I'm not really into that. <laughs> <laughs> Like all my friends who who saw that were like who saw the uh, trailer were like what the hell is this I'm not watching that and then same oh but then, then, they, then they did then there's and then there's me I was like this seems interesting enough to watch okay what did you think <laughs> um I I uh, I saw the trailer and then promptly forgot about it okay I just uh this just reminded me of it so I I think I'm gonna try and watch that
1: yeah I mean <laughs> God bless all the people that. Uh... That spent their pandemic studying and reading, <laughs> bettering themselves. Yep. <laughs> I watch a lot of crap. And I still am. Still not getting out there that much. I think, yeah. I, I, think I have residual social anxiety. I mean, I had it before the pandemic. Right. And, and uh, I kept saying, you know, when this is over, I'm going to do all the things and more and blah, blah, blah. It's not, it has
2: not happened yet more or less the same for me <laughs> like i be like basically it boils down to me getting invited to things for me to go out and what would that said like i've 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 spent i've spent a fair bit of time with uh with family I hadn't uh hadn't had time with for in a long time so um lots of um uh, spending time with cousins actually um yesterday was my uncle's seventy fifth birthday, my uh my dad's older brother. And so um whole bunch of us uh uh congregated at his house, um, had some had some good food, sang happy birthday, had cake, and just spent uh just spent time with each other and it's really nice.
1: Nice. That is that is nice. I want to share a little uh text conversation I had yesterday okay. with a friend of mine. Um how are you doing? That's me. I'm doing well currently in Mexico, getting my teeth fixed, so've been living here temporarily for a while for a while while I have the surgeries. I was back in New York City last week for a little bit, though. Miss your face. How are you? This is a, a ex girlfriend from decades ago. okay um, Ah yeah, me, I'm good, but let me know how that works out. I got a dick load of dental work needed that I can't afford here for definitely. Sure I will. It would have cost me between sixty and a hundred thousand dollars to get it all done at home. She should have gone on the circle. <laughs> <laughs> Here it's only nineteen thousand, though he gave me a big discount for paying in cash. He's an excellent doctor though, and he's located in Cancun, so the commute from NYC is pretty easy. Uh-huh. Me, how much discount for cash? I told him I could only afford like twenty five twenty to twenty five K after seeing his original price. So he took off a lot in the end. Me. You can really barter and haggle for anything in Mexico. <laughs> How much if I blow them? <laughs> that was a lot of setup for that one. Yeah. <laughs> you imagine fucking bartering, haggling with a dentist or a doctor?
2: I didn't know that was possible.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, in Mexico,
2: geez, anything's possible in Mexico.
1: Yeah. I've been to Mexico when I lived in California. I used to go there uh, often and I growing up, um, on, uh, canal street, Mm -hmm. there were all these shops where bartering, not bartering where haggling was the whole culture. Right. And I loved it and I learned (laughs) how to do it. And, um, and so I was really prepared because I had been doing it literally since I was a child. So I was ready to haggle. And I was in this one shop and this guy had uh, these handmade blankets that were really beautiful. Mm-hmm. And he started at $20. And I thought right there that was a fair price. Um, but uh, I was there was something else I wanted to do first mm-hmm. and then come back. And it kept coming down and down and down because your best, the best way to haggle is to leave. Mm. That is your best thing. You know, going back and forth, that works too. But if you say, no, just saying like, yeah, that's a fair price. I'll be back. It'll keep coming down. Okay. He brought it down to six bucks.
2: Wow. (laughs)
1: And he sounded defeated when he he finally got there. He said, six. (laughs) So I gave him more than $6 per blanket because I just felt, because he he just, I think it's like, uh, I don't know if he owned the place, whatever it is, it was like, I think the whole thing was don't let the customer leave the store without buying something. Right. And I think he, he went down to maybe even where he's breaking even just to, just to. Just to get the sale. Just to get the sale. Mm. Well, not breaking even, but barely making anything, and and I wasn't going to let that happen. I I wasn't going to let the barely let. I think I I bought three of them and paid thirty. Okay. Which is about right. Yeah, because if he's starting at twenty, you know, Mm -hmm. they're going to expect you're going to expect to go down to they're they're double what they want.
2: Right. In in general. Uh, I I am I am not well versed in the art of haggling, so. You got to grow up with it. Yeah, I I didn't grow up with it. <laughs> yep,
1: yep. You, it, it, it's, it's. I don't think people learn it very as well as adults. I don't, what the hell am I saying? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How many people are children that that fucking learn to haggle? It's it's not normal. <laughs> Here's. Oh, I got to read copy pretty soon, and we haven't played any music. Oh. Let's play a little music. Ooh.
2: Let me let me grab that real quick.
1: I'm going to read this copy while, while you're getting that. This is going pretty quickly. Yeah, it really is. I'm going to read this in my terrible Irish accent. <laughs> Radio Free Brooklyn is sponsored in part by Peters Valley School of Craft. Peters Valley presents the Fall Craft Fair at the Sussex County, New Jersey Fairgrounds on September 25th and 26th. Now, I'm just going to add this part myself. A good time to arrive 2.46 in the afternoon. Not 2.45. 2.46. 2.46. 2.46. 2.46 in the afternoon. Visitors can browse and buy handcrafted pieces from over 100 exhibiting artists. Ticket sales support Peters Valley School of Craft, fostering creative thinking through fine craft education, programs, and events. Toasted Oats cereal and sweet surprises. Sorry, I added that one too. Tickets and more information available at petersvalley.org. Uh, let's play the whole world, just in case we only have time uh, for one. Two, uh, two, three, nine, two. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh Radio Free Brooklyn is sponsored in p- which one am I, I gotta see this, which one I'm supposed Oh yeah, I'm reading the right one. Radio Free Brooklyn is sponsored in part by My Choice Pharmacy, offering little or no medical braces. More information is available at 844-598-6639. My Choice Pharmacy. I am dedicating this to Lucas. couldn't be here with us today lucas for those of you new to the show is my boyfriend those of you really really new to the show lucas is my boyfriend that used to be my girlfriend lucille and uh he could not be with us today hopefully he will be back next week to tell us why he couldn't be here lte device right Mm -hmm. So he's been playing this song over and over He just fell in love with this song And was playing it down by the Hudson River uh, One of the recent times we were together And we were dancing together And it was great And I hope you enjoy The Whole World by OutKast
0: Yeah, I'm afraid Like I'm scared as if it But I've got a new song And I want y'all
2: Mind Look forward, not behind them, and see what you find. I called a sucker dying, cause he thought it could rhyme. And if his mama is a call, a daughter must be a dime. I gotta meet her. Don't take no shots, I don't use a reaper. Asian, I don't even play the radio neither. Only if I need to know the spokes or the weather. I'm a cool type of brother, but yep, your head I separate from the neck. See, ain't nothing changed, hit the stage. Set a date, sucker, in battle we can engage. I'll slice you, wife you, marry you, divorce you, throw the Porsche at you. It's what I'm forced to do with my back against the wall. Crick his back, y'all. Now nah, it ain't went nowhere like heavy hair with styling gel
0: in it. Throw a curl in it, Thread that nappy sh up, throw a shell in it. Whatever. Your boat. I find your lost remote And this is for the niggas working at the airport Who got laid off, I take my shades off If you look straight in my eyes, you still might see your disguise Because the, the whole, whole world, world, world. world. Yes, it The rhyme, I'm slick with the slime, my words are diamonds, dug out of mine. Spit them, polish, look how they shine, glitter, glisten, gloss, floss. I get to beat running like brandy mouth, riding it drop like a brand new house. I'm rolling my stones, down to no mouth. Mommy, I'm coming, I hope you get off. i rock your own boat like a leard and talk. Back, back. Force, force, get that cell on course course, make that track of course course rap roll utterly rock with my mouth to the mic and my hand on my c- Cadillac outcast this won't stop Cause the whole world loves it when you don't get down Is looking dismal. When in the bathroom, minutes, it's pep, the bizmo. Need it for my stomach, cause my tummy kinda aches like a junkie gonna draw fresh up off the plate. Wait, back to the enemy of the state, is the Republicans or Democratic candidate Debate, Now even a black box sold the fake. Clueless, like Shay and Scooby before commercial break. Hey, extreme prejudice, this, dismiss this. If you want to, you can dub it to your hit list. I know you're gonna to. We in this replenish your musical wish list. When it comes to this music, we stay relentless, pursuing all that's pursuable. Doing God, winning all things that are doable. The only liable limitation is yourself, Dre. Set it on the right, and
2: I'll set it on the left. The
0: whole world loves it when you don't get. Done.
1: Well, that was a
2: nice little musical interlude. Sure enough. Can't go wrong in Outcast.
1: Emily was supposed to be here with us. Yep. Lucas and Emily were supposed to be here with us. Would have been a completely different show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> found out that Lucas couldn't make it last night and, and found out about Emily just a few hours ago. Yeah. Um yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's all I'm saying is uh, it would have been completely different. But this is fun. This is going well. It occurred to me is, is people ask me, you know, what what my show is about, and and I tell them it's different every week. It depends on who my guests are. It depends on what's going on in my life. It depends on what's going on in the world or in the mm-hmm. city, etc., cetera, et cetera. Speaking or or in the state, like uh, I'm thinking about Cuomo right now. Like this time of year last year one year ago right now he was fucking godlike
2: yes his
1: 11 a.m addresses to the state were listened to all across the country Mm -hmm. because as i had mentioned at the time leadership was failing us on so many levels we had fucking Trump, who didn't know what the fuck he was talking about. And, mm-hmm. and, when, and and he was spreading all kinds of misinformation, telling people to fucking shoot up bleach and shit like that. And then we had uh, de Blasio, who also didn't really seem to know what the fuck he was talking about. I mean, I don't know if I'm if people agree with me on this. I don't really care. This is my opinion. <laughs> 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 and then we had Cuomo, who laid it all out so well. Yeah. Every day give us the facts and then I'm going to give you my opinion and then I'm going to take questions. And now my mom my mom said the worst thing. <laughs> my mom's 88 and I think people her age might say stuff like this. I don't know what those women are complaining about. He's a very attractive Italian man. <laughs> <laughs> You can't get it more wrong, mom. And I'm not gonna say that to her, let her live in her bubble, but you can't get that more wrong.
3: Right.
2: (laughs) Oh my goodness. It it does does your would your mom like some Cuomo attention? Probably.
3: <laughs> Very attractive um, Italian
1: <laughs> Doesn't talk like that. It's not our voice at all.
2: <laughs> man, mom. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, I want to say that, like, I understand what she means, but ooh.
1: <laughs> I don't. And then she went on with, like, with I mean, with Trump. I mean, it, you know, no, this, that's wrong. What's the difference? The difference is he's a very attractive Italian man. <laughs>
2: okay, I I, I I suppose that's fair.
1: <laughs> do you think? Uh, you think that that when he resigned, there was
2: really nothing else he could do. I feel the more that he spoke about it, the more he dug himself into a grave. Like um, <laughs> that um, that whole that whole spiel, of, that whole spiel about like, this is just who I am, followed by a, a slideshow of like all the people, like like people he's <laughs> people he's kissed. <laughs> you know, I'll
1: put I'll put a hand on a back. You know, I'll I'll kiss a cheek. You know, I'll uh.
2: I'll squeeze an ass, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's, there's, there's two school like I look at this from from two different from two different sides. There's, there's what there's what he does, and then there's what Biden does because Biden is like, he's Andrew, a very
1: hands-on president. <laughs> yeah,
2: I think Andrew Cuomo tried to try to like uh try to kind of put himself in like a biden, uh, biden type of uh uh biden ty- type of fear, uh type of uh mindset but joe biden is like very, joe biden is from the beginning of his uh political career has been a very very much a people person like put a hand uh put a hand on the shoulder uh just like try like the difference i feel like the difference between cuomo and biden Cuomo tries to like Cuomo tries to um relate to people but ends up like getting in their personal space if you if you get what I'm saying Biden, on the other hand, like you can see like he's trying to he's trying to understand their energy through touch and you sometimes' uh, sometimes it sometimes it, it comes off good sometimes it comes off weird like the time he was uh standing behind um uh secretary of defense ash carter's wife when he was being sworn in because <laughs> um because when uh when this was this was during the obama mad administration um, um ash carter was being sworn in as the uh, new sec no sec- secretary of defense um secretary of defense and during <laughs> during ash carter's speech you could <laughs> okay so so i'm biden the the mic is Ash Carter's wife. <laughs>
1: Calvin has his had his hands just on the back end of the mic and his chin on the on the top end of the mic. Yeah. Uh we might get to Biden, we might get to talk a bit about <laughs> Afghanistan. We didn't do that last week. I don't know if we'll have time to or not, but I think one of the interesting things that Cuomo had said about this is uh he said I never felt that I crossed a line, but I also didn't realize how far that line had moved.
2: So, you knew that you crossed the line. Or you, or at the very least, you were approaching something that reminds you of the line.
1: It's a very weird way of saying I did some shit I shouldn't have done.
2: Yes. Like, he... He He under, he knows that he messed up, so I'll give you an example of, of what what
1: I think he means by that. Uh, let's say 30 years ago, it would not be considered inappropriate to put your hand around the waist of a female employee, right. It should have been. Absolutely. It should have been, but it wasn't. 30 years ago, it wasn't considered inappropriate unless someone said, hey, I don't want you to do that, which people didn't say it because they feared for their jobs. They didn't want to be the person that's like, uh, that's, that's, uh, the person that rocked the boat. They rocked the boat. Thank yeah. you very much. Um, so it wasn't, it wasn't outwardly considered inappropriate, but it really was inappropriate, Anyway, so he is he's saying that he is operating by standards of a different era. And in that era, it was not inappropriate. But the thing is it was.
2: Yes. There's there's so basically he was kind of working on like inappropriate versus status quo what uh, kind of sounds like what it boils down to like it could it could be inappropriate but it's status quo at the moment and so he just he just worked off of that which is incredibly short-sighted and fool very incredibly foolish for a man of his stature and power yes so i <sighs> Honestly, feel like he he was trying too hard to be his dad,
1: <laughs> and I was so so pro Cuomo. I haven't called <laughs> myself a Cuomo-sexual. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, to be fair, like for for the past like for the past year and a half, there were there were there were many of us out there who who got caught up in the allure of cuomo especially the way he handled uh the handled this crisis
1: and also to be fair he handled it extremely well for new york extremely i agree well
2: uh there's there's a lot of there's a lot of people that i know who don't agree with that but those are the same people who just don't like cuomo to begin with
1: okay fair enough no but, that's not fair enough i mean no, I, I can i can not like someone and, and uh and, and and recognize when they've done something good yes you know i i'd freaking despise trump but uh he he got he he put the money into into uh getting us a vaccine and he he put uh, a lot of focus into the vaccine and thank god the vaccine was not available until just weeks after the election <laughs> <laughs>
3: That, that sounds... would have been the tipping
1: point because this is a very c- divided country. And if the vaccine had come out weeks, uh, two weeks before the election, we'd have four more years of this fucking clown. But instead, it came out a couple of weeks after. <laughs> so I do credit him for, for uh, Operation Warp Speed. Yeah. Uh, this has never been done before where we've right. had a, a, vax, a vaccine developed and tested and shown to be safe and effective in 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 of months, yeah. Never before has that happened, and and that was under Trump. He did that. I'll give him credit for it. Yeah, and I'm glad he didn't get credit <laughs> before the election. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, weird things come to my mind. As you know, you've known me for a while.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I was uh, I was at, I was at a deli. Getting a sandwich made, and I realized anyone that I encounter at any point could be wearing a butt plug or two <laughs> <laughs> sorry sitting, to, sorry to put that in your mind now.
2: I'm sitting here laughing and face palming. That's actually a thought that has crossed my mind several times. <laughs>
1: is he's so happy making that sandwich <laughs> why is he putting so goddamn much mayonnaise on it they fucking oh. smear that shit on too new york deli guys i don't know what it is with them and mayonnaise maybe it's because they got a butt plug in their ass and it reminds okay oh god i got a neighbor listening to this show that oh boy maybe she's not listening she had trouble figuring out how to get it last time wonderful person Takes care of the garden next to my building. I'm, I lock it up. She does all this stuff. Wonderful.
2: Oh boy, so, what are you looking up? So, the, so I have um, avid avid. Uh, there's a chat server, a chat server that I share with Emily and a few college friends. And we'll send we'll send like random pictures and memes and stuff, uh, just uh, just for just for kicks. Here, here's a. Uh, Here's a photo that I sent the other day. It's got two pictures it's got two pictures it's uh it's a worker at a subway uh they're slithering on lots of mayonnaise on a on a sandwich <clears throat> and here's the caption to the conservative woman behind me in line at subway yesterday I'm sorry I kept referring to Fred's liberally mailed ro- oven roasted chicken sub as a bukaki special. <laughs> I'm sorry that you kept demanding that your teenage son explain why he was laughing so hard. (laughs) I'm extra sorry that this turn of events led you to practically yelling, Ethan, what is a Bukkake special? In the middle of a crowded restaurant.
1: (laughs) We had, I I unfortunately know what Bukkake is. We We had a guest on this show, Lucy Buttons. Wonderful, wonderful performer, great person. Mm -hmm. Um, She posts very honest uh, things about her dating life and and her – she hashtags all the dicks, parade of dicks, stuff like that, (laughs) stuff that's just funny and open and honest. Uh, And she had been on the show once, and um, one of her closest friends is Scooter Pie, which is one of my closest friends and scooter pie and i was like it was great having lucy on uh and i think i was trying to get her back on and and scooter said lucy felt like she didn't know enough about politics and porn (laughs) 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 she felt that she wasn't keeping up because she didn't know enough about politics and porn and i get that (laughs) i get that that could be off-putting to a guest Let's uh you know, let's do rare. another song. <laughs> All right. But yeah, I think it was the, the thing that 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 crossed my mind. It wasn't just a butt plug. It was a butt plug or two. <laughs> Yo,
2: more more power to you if you can, if you can rock with two.
1: <laughs> Calvin said more power to you if you can rock with two, we're going to play Band of Gold. So we're we're going in in totally different era. This is Frida Payne. Oh Lord, free the pain, <laughs> Frida Payne. Singing, nineteen seventy Band of Gold. When uh, she was offered this song originally, she she thought she was too old to sing it. She's like, well, this is about a a, a woman who just got married, who's you know significantly younger than me i don't know if this is the song for me it became her biggest hit ever i had been looking for covers of it that were better because sometimes i want to you know here's a cover that's better than the original nope ain't one of gold free to pain free to pain there's all kinds of conjecture conjecture about uh you know why they did not um why they didn't consummate their marriage why he why they stayed in separate rooms in the honeymoon Mm. one of the conjectures one of the uh, suggestions someone said that that he he realized he was gay (laughs) Uh, hey, another one was uh, he was unable to perform. Uh huh. <laughs> People just come up with shit <laughs> when there is a big hit. Right? Like, why now? Why was it? Why did they stay in separate rooms? <laughs> <What> the hell! <laughs> You've got a big show coming up.
2: Yes, um, by next uh, Tuesday, this coming Tuesday, August thirty first, um, the uh, new the new episode of Lush Vibes Radio. I'm going to be uh, doing a three-hour Quiet Storm episode, and so I'm especially excited about that because uh, Quiet Storm is a <clears throat> Quiet Storm is a radio format that is is kind of near and dear to my heart because it's it's it rem- it, it reminds me of a few things. It, it's uh, it's a first first and foremost, it's a format, it's a radio format that's. That was popularized um, back in, I believe, the 80s at, <clears throat> at Howard University Radio. And so it was like a combination of like classic soul, uh, R&B past and present, smooth jazz. Just uh, is a radio format to kind of get you like what I what I like to call get you in the mood, whatever mood you're feeling. <laughs> but it was so smooth and all of the like all of the quiet storm hosts just have this really smooth voice and you have three or four hours of the quiet storm and you have uh, song requests or you just have we're just putting you in a good mood. <laughs> Calvin's, Calvin's getting into his low voice. now, <laughs> So he it just is just, just I mean, it's just something absolutely incredible about it that I've that I've always appreciated and i've one of my one of my favorite uh favorite radio personalities is lenny green of um w uh, um one oh seven point five w b l s he's the one that's uh that does the quiet storm here in new york and he's got he's got such this like this like husky commanding voice this is the quiet storm i'm lenny green <laughs> And I've, I've always admired that and I've always wanted to do that. So part of, so part of me doing the quiet storm is like paying tribute and slash me, like being Lenny Green for a moment. Emulating. Emulating. Yes. I'm Curtis Tasty Cakes. (laughs) Shoot. Lenny Green could call himself Curtis Tasty Cakes and like he, like he, he'd have pennies thrown at him from, from the five boroughs, from all the five boroughs, man. (laughs) <clears throat> so so the quiet storm is is something very special to me and every 10, 10 or so episodes of lush vibes radio i do the quiet storm and so the next quiet storm is uh happening this tuesday august 31st and i'm very excited to that it's going to be a three-hour quiet storm so it's gonna instead of starting at the usual time at 11 p.m it's gonna start at 10 p.m oh yes oh, good yes so You'll be able to uh, listen in for a little bit.
1: Yeah. yeah. I, it's so weird to think that I spent s- so much of my life working in nightlife, being part of nightlife, and now at 11 p.m., lights out, going to bed, 7 a.m., getting up. <laughs> I've become so boring, <laughs> but I'm fine with it. I'm fucking fine with it. You know, it's, it's, I, I think about, I'm just to leave it there. <laughs> right now I'm yeah. fine with being boring. You're, you're in a good place. I'm in a good place. I sleep hey. well. I get a yes. lot of shit done that I want to get done. Uh
2: and uh, hey, listen man, not everybody can say that, so more power to you. Like you have you have my respect for that. Thank you. I appreciate that.
1: We're not going to get into we only have less than 4 minutes. We're not going to get into Afghanistan and and Biden's uh handling of that this week. Um, so maybe next week, maybe not. But since we were talking about shitty TV shows, because <laughs> uh, this is a subject, I don't care where we go with it. I just discovered the show Cheaters. Calvin lit right. up. We, Calvin lit ooh. up.
0: <laughs> ooh, we can
1: talk today, about this all night. Today I discovered it. <laughs> today.
2: Yes. Okay. Okay, okay. Which Jeter's host are you watching right now?
1: I saw Clark Gable. What? Why are you named Clark Gable to begin with?
2: Because that's and then Clark, another guy. Because because that's Clark Gable's grandson. Fuck me. Yes, that's Clark Gable's grandson. He is a, Clark Gable the third. He he was Clark Gable's grandson. Sadly, Clark, uh, Clark Gable the third. He he uh, he passed away last year. Sadly, but um. But he was, but he was the host of, but Claude Gable III was the host of Cheaters. Clark Gable's grandson was the host of Cheaters.
1: <laughs> he must have been very young.
2: Yeah, he was, he was very young. He was like in his, like early thirties. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm sorry but, to hear that. Yeah. Like I found, like I found, I found out about that. I was super bummed because I thought he was, he was, he was very charismatic. He was like, he, he reminded me of Clark Gable. Right. Pool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, I was like, maybe they're calling him Clark Gable. It's a, it's a fucking state. Like I said, I didn't, I didn't Google any of this shit. I just came across Cheaters today,
2: <laughs> and man, yeah. the, I will tell you right now, the best era of of Cheaters was the Jerry Greco era. Jerry, uh, Jerry Greco was the host, uh, the original host of Cheaters, and like. He got himself into some mess uh, while he was hosting Cheaters. He got stabbed one time. <laughs>
3: <laughs> hosting
2: Cheaters.
1: I'm not surprised, man. Like this is some crazy shit. This is this is why this is one of the reasons I'm watching Cheaters, and this is one of the reasons I'm so fucking glad that I'm in a in a poly in a in a poly relationship. Uh, uh. It doesn't come up. It's you know, Lucas yeah. will call me and like I, I just had sex for two hours person's at the store they're gonna come back soon i just want to tell you it's fucking awesome i'm like yes good i'm glad <laughs> you're having fun i don't care i don't care about that stuff it's as long as you're safe and happy what you're doing with someone else has absolutely nothing to do with the love that we share and i know that's different for many people man we're running out of time yeah i see man well thank you, thank you. calvin
2: It's my pleasure. This was a fun show. It was. It's it's actually always fun here, man.
1: (laughs) It is. It is. It's great to be back in the studio. So thank you, Calvin, so very, very much. Thank you all for listening. We will be back next week with some more fun and some serious shit thrown in there because we like to do that, too. There was some serious shit, wasn't there? Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. The Tiger King stuff. (laughs) I'm kidding.
0: (laughs) That Uh... bitch! (laughs) Carol Baskin!
1: And I do like to say this, and it's true. Please show yourself some love. Show yourself some love. Be loving to yourself and show some love to others. It's important.